When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Where you go, Auburn fans? Welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion, part of the E2C Network. I'm AJ Richardson, and I'm also here with Ben King to talk about the terrible Tennessee versus Auburn game that I don't really want to talk about. So my voice is... It's my feeling. I mean, I literally texted Ben walking out of the stadium. I rate, and I don't leave stadiums early when I go to Auburn games. I left three minutes left in the game, and I was like, this is stupid. Like, I just, I can't, just can't handle this. And I'm, this is literally the first time I've walked out and... I don't know, six, seven years because I just can't handle it. Um, And yes, there were positives and we're going to get to those, but the frustrations are real. Um, The inconsistency is super frustrating. The, the, the times when you think that you have a team pinned back at third and long, and yet they still make it over and over and over. It seems to be the consistent thing. And we have Kevin Steele. Like I don't like what. What else do we need? Do we need? A... We need less turnovers. That's for one. Mm-hmm. True. If we and have you're... those, we we have. I mean, we're we could point. We we could probably be up at the end of this game and actually win. Oh, absolutely. You you lose the turnover battle and you give away an easy touchdown because Jarrett can't hold on to the ball. Mm-hmm. He either throws interception or fumbles. And you know what? The line isn't good enough to protect you. So you have three seconds if that, to get rid of the ball. You don't do that, you deserve to eat the ground. Yeah. Sorry, and Jared. Then, and then it sucked. Welcome to Auburn 2018. Well, then it just sucked because guess what happened also that, at that play? Booby got hurt again. Yep. He goes out of the game for the rest of the game. And you're like, of course. Of course this happens. Like, not only do <laughs> we the same play. Like fumble, they pick it up, score six points, but we lose our leading running back and it seems right really now the only he's one our, we have yeah that sucks um i mean so, okay to give miller some credit malik miller did a fantastic job stepping in there he's not as fast but he did do the job that he needed to was able to run and held on the ball i felt like he did pretty good as a running back um i i wish we had used a lot of our younger guys a lot more and we did use them a good bit i mean considering uh we used a ton of our wide receivers that are freshmen. Um, even used um, some of our, our running backs that I wasn't expecting to see early on. I mean, even that first drive, I think we used like four or five running backs total. All right. That first drive, I was like, heck yes. We finally made some corrections. Auburn football's back. Mm-hmm. Then we didn't see him again until the last drive. Well, I mean, we had some drives, but they sputtered out like our second drive sputtered out the two literally the two yard line 
just inexcusable. Like, yep. I mean, that's why we're losing football games. You well, get that, in the red and time zone. Of possession. That yeah, time of possession and scoring in the red zone. They were thirty-four minutes to our twenty-six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you lose the turnover battle, you lose time of possession, you lose the game. Yep. 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 Very sad. We, we can't put any kind of long drives together. I mean, we and... put okay. So we put together that first drive, seventy-five yards for a touchdown. That seventy-three yard next drive ended up with a field goal. Like, okay, well, at least we got points. But then we had an interception after 60 yards driving down the field. And then finally, we got another 80-yard drive. So, like, first half looked pretty good. Um, And then you see the second half. We punt, we fumble, and then that that turns into a touchdown for Tennessee. Miss a field goal, which the 54-yarder, okay, I'll I'll excuse that. Um, We were just trying to get points on the board because we were down by 10 and trying to make it a one-score game. Then we punt, turnover on downs, and then the very last drive, touchdown. Like, we go, how many minutes is that? Uh, the entire second half? Yeah, the entire the, second half. Except for the last minute. Yeah, pretty much. We that, got stomped in the second half. And Okay, what is what? it? What is it? Let's, let's discuss this right now. Because what is it with our team only seeming to play half of a game, a quarter of a game? When will we actually play a full game? Well, it's, I think a lot of it's adjustments. The other team is making adjustments and we don't make anything. I don't, don't get that. We don't know how to adjust at all. I don't We get don't that. adjust the game plan. This entire season, we've had the same game plan we've had for the past four seasons under Gus. And no wonder you know teams what? are figuring it out. <laughs> well, yeah, that's one thing. But also, we don't have the same caliber of players and of talent in the same positions we had the last few years. Yeah, offensive line is struggling very much. Mm-hmm. That's that's putting it nicely. Yeah, our running back situation: we have one guy who's beat up. Mm-hmm. The rest of them are Cam Martins. I'm sorry, but that's not a full running back. Nope. You're a glorified wide receiver who is lined up in the backfield. Mm-hmm. And we have a great wide receiving core and a decent quarterback. Sometimes we need to do the short passes. And you know what? On the first drive. We had three short passes on that drive that we mixed in and opened up the run. And you know what? It worked. Yep. Did we use it the rest of the game? Nope. Yeah. And in that put or that drive, we had Tennessee on its heels. We were running the ball well. Offensive line looked like they were doing something to push Tennessee defenders back. It was something I I I, I was happy to see um, because I, I just came for my honeymoon. I missed the couple last couple and the. You didn't miss anything. Literally, when I came back from my honeymoon, I got to watch the second half of the Mississippi State game. I was kind of encouraged, but I also have never seen, and I'm not going to go back and see the first half of the Mississippi State game because... Don't need to. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, we had three trips to the red zone. We came away with six points. Mm-hmm. Yep. That should never happen. Never. We should score points on every single one of those. Okay. <laughs> I need to take a breath. Yep. All right. Let's, let's, let's take this a breath. This is... Uh... This is therapy, everyone. Yeah, this is my therapy. I feel like, okay, so for the LSU game, Ben needed his therapy. Yep. And now uh, it's my turn. I, I, I'm I, still quite irate. Uh, well, I feel we, like we lost this. after LSU, uh, my expectations were already shot because I didn't expect us to lose a game. And if we did, it was going to be to either Georgia or Alabama. Mm-hmm. 
you definitely had more stable expectations. You expected to drop, you know, one or two early. Yeah, I said, I even said Mississippi State. I thought we were going to yeah. lose there. Yeah, good call. But after losing a third one, but which, Tennessee, Tennessee hasn't won an SEC game in three years. Yep, and and somebody also pointed out they haven't won against an SEC West team since 2010 when Cam freaking Newton was at Auburn. <laughs> oh. And at at, uh, at Auburn's home. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, but like, well, they we haven't, lost at home. <laughs> they haven't beat us at home this century. Mhm. That yep. oh well. It's the worst loss that Gus has ever had. Oh, yeah, and I, I I don't know. I, I don't think people are going to push back against that. How bad nope. Tennessee is. Nope. <sighs> okay. So, with that, let's talk about Gus. Because everybody's talking about Gus, firing did, Gus, firing Did everybody. you watch his press conference? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. Man, he looks... He, How did you feel his demeanor was? <sighs> well, I listened to it on the radio, so I, I, all okay. I'm getting is... Okay, tell me what you saw. He looks lost and confused. <laughs> okay. In, in the oddest sense, because when we lost the first two games, it was like, okay, well, we lost... But this one, it was like we just beat ourselves into the ground, mm-hmm. and three games now in a row have been big L's. Uh, he just he looked angry, and I was at least happy to see some emotion. That's true. I was. And you know what, Jarrett, his his coach speak was great because I'm sure like NFL recruiters are gonna see his leadership or whatever. But if you're willing to fight for everyone in the locker room, can you at least hold on to the ball for everyone in the locker room? Yeah, fight to hold on to that ball. Like, you threw two interceptions and fumbled for a touchdown. Yep. Uh, there's there's a bunch of fingers being pointed all over the place, but a really big one needs to be pointed his way. Yep. Yep. And and I, I think he's owning that, or at least it seems like he is. It's just we haven't seen the change. I mean, even last season, he was fumbling the ball a lot you're just like how do you not figure this out hold the ball two hands until you're about to throw it do you, what do you think it is aj do you think it's a he, he has the raw talent do you think it's a development oh, thing is it still development i thought we had gotten over this but i, don't know I thought we Lindsay had has two. it in him i thought we had two especially with chip Lindsay. i mean he he improved over last season to get to what he showed in the uga game and Iron Bowl at the end of the season. That's like, that's not just like he he sucked at the beginning of the season and magically in those last two games. No, it was a very good progression. Every single game consistent. Getting really good pass percentages and getting long passes and being very accurate. All of those things have seen to just go into the wind and fly away, never to be seen again. Do you remember I'd, Jeremy Johnson? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was I, I think he was one of the first quarterbacks that I remember breaking down on a podcast. I having so much raw talent and just losing it all based on composure. Yep. yep. I this is Jeremy Johnson two point He's not as bad as Jeremy Johnson. I don't know, man. No. There's no way. We're no. It's if he doesn't turn things around, his legacy, regardless of what happened last year, will be the quarterback who had it all and fell apart like Jeremy Johnson. But Jeremy Johnson, I feel like never had a chance. He was like three games in 
Heisman Trophy. All right, give it to him. Like <laughs> you're like no. Then he starts throwing all these interceptions. Jared at least had a season under his belt where I felt like he he did good. He wasn't fantastic. He didn't put up the numbers as far as yards and touchdowns as we were expecting, but he held on to the ball, managed the game pretty well. And we had guys around him, specifically Carryon Johnson, to play a little bit of balance there, um, blocking, giving him some some comfortability with dump routes. I mean, that's the kind of thing we need, and we're not having that. I mean, his dump route guys are getting double teamed. Yeah, Ryan Davis well, it's got double teamed. <laughs> Here's the thing is the way to stop Auburn is blitz the quarterback and cover the dump man. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. That's the way to stop our offense right now. And yep. everyone knows. Everybody. I mean, it's everyone's not done that it. hard. If, if we're as fans figuring this out, you're well, sure I can it on analyst. NCAA. Oh, yeah. NCAA football on the PlayStation. If I played against Auburn, coaching the way that they do now, mm-hmm. that's what I do every single time. Yep. And a lot of teams are doing that. In Tennessee, Tennessee has probably one of the worst defenses in the SEC. Mm-hmm. And they were just manhandling us, yep. making us look dumb. And that's that's the really frustrating because we, okay, for example, we were we were like, oh, we're definitely going to just crush Arkansas. Arkansas's defense sucks. We, we did crush Arkansas. Many, we didn't put up as many points as what we were thinking and yards. Well, it's probably the only game Gus cared about this year. <laughs> Maybe. He had that one circled. Maybe. At least he had one circled. Yeah. He needs to get his marker out and circle the rest. <laughs> he needs to circle at least one more or we're not making it to a bowl game. Yeah. Because, he, well, okay, so, I mean, Liberty did beat Troy. But Troy also had a quarterback. We're going like to beat their Liberty. Headquarter- like their lead- yeah. Don't even, no. We're going to beat Liberty. Oh, we're beating them. But um, Liberty only gives us our fifth win. We have to find another one somewhere to make it the Birmingham Bowl. And I don't want to be a five and seven. Do we get the bowl bid or not? <laughs> like I don't want that. If we if we get to that point, I'm gonna say screw it. I'm not even probably going or watching the bowl game. I mean, if we maybe go five I, maybe and seven. This will be the 2008, 2012, 2018 mm-hmm. combo. Yep. Which yep. means we'll probably go to the national title next year. So who knows? Yep. Exactly. So bring on the suckiness. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like it reminds me of NBA. I've had friends that intentionally root against their team. Like I've had friends that are Suns fans. They sucked, and they were rooting for them to suck so they they could get a higher draft pick. That's funny. <laughs> they really were. You know, CJ. <laughs> it's not the same for college football, but CJ bets on the opponents of his teams. So that and he also cheers for Duke and Liberty, so you know there's that. Yeah. But if his team loses, or if his team wins, he'll be happy. If his team loses, he'll get money. So okay, either way, you win. I guess. I guess. So uh, that's one way of looking at it. Yeah, I'm not a gambling man, but this is almost driving me to it. <laughs> this is an odd one. All right, so I want to pose a, a just a discussion question for you, and and Clint gave this to me. And I want to see what your your thinking is. If you had an opportunity to sit down with Gus and the coaches, what would you discuss with them? Well, see, I love the question, but the thing is, is that Gus would not give me a true answer. Well, what if, what if hypothetically, you if saw... I could give Gus some truth serum, 
Yeah, if you gave that in his arm right before you you started asking him (laughs) questions, what what would you ask him? Uh, What are you going to do with your huge buyout? (laughs) That would be hilarious. (laughs) Uh, I'd be like, Chip Lindsay, how how attached are you to this guy? (laughs) Yeah. That would be the next thing. You know, we were discussing next offensive coordinators a little bit. Mm -hmm. We touched on it before we started the recording. And uh, we're stuck with Gus for the next at least six years. I we've paid off too many coaches. We might still be paying off Tuberville. I don't know. <laughs> but the thing is, is that we are one component of this team away from greatness. Absolutely. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. We our special teams, while it's had its failings, has Just take been Ryan great. Davis off of the field during special teams, and you're fine. <laughs> I mean. Put Schwartz back there. Schwartz is the fastest player on earth. Mm-hmm. He is literally well, the human flash. Yes. I would put him up against the freeze at the Brave Stadium every single week, <laughs> and he would beat him. And yeah. the freeze is an Olympic athlete. Yeah. Both of them, that would be a fun, that would be a fun sight. <laughs> Man. So, like, if anyone can look in the ball, that's all you need to do. You can put the what the offensive lineman that caught one of the short kickoffs. Put him back there. Yeah, that's fine. He caught the ball. Yep. Can he block as well? Uh, Who cares? I, I mean, I feel like he could. I mean, he blocks on plays that are wide receivers. I mean, where he's a, as a wide receiver, I think he can do you, it. You know what? I was okay. So I was watching ESPN goal line, and, and we'll definitely get, get back to the Gus question. I okay. apologize for going off on this tangent. side tangent. Here we go. But I was watching ESPN Goal Line. I don't know if it, if you ever have. It is very cool. Uh, the way it kind of works is it bounces around all the different games that are going on at yeah. that time. Yeah. And it shows you like when teams get in the red zone or when teams are making like a big drive, something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen it a little bit. I was watching one team, and I can't remember who it was, but they utilized the tight end as a, another offensive lineman and then would roll him off as a dump pass. That is a play that we need to incorporate in the in the playbook four games ago. Because one, our offensive line is terrible, so it would give an extra blocker for at least a short time, and yep. two, it would open up a dump pass that's not 12 feet behind the line. Mm-hmm. So when you have a guy that has to run four yards to get back to the line of scrimmage, and he has 50 guys coming after him, there's no chance. Especially when all the other teams have to do is cover the flats. We incorporate that, I think we start having some success in short passes. That'd be incredible. Yeah. I know we That'd don't have be... a tight end. It doesn't matter. Put Chandler Cox right there. He might as well be. And he's yeah, pretty much. Hands. I mean, okay, so the little bit of the Mississippi State game that I did get to watch, we did use a tight end. John Schinker. Um, have never even heard of him, but he's a freshman. He looks like Chandler Cox. Like he's he's a short, stocky <laughs> kind of guy. I mean he's not yeah. that short, but you know what I mean. Um, he's not the typical long, lanky tight end that you're expecting. We used him a little bit. The other thing, okay. But it wasn't for blocking. It was for, like, everything we've done with the tight end has been sending him out for a pass. Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't even keep one in. I mean, we play usually, what, five guys on the line? Those are guards, yep. tackles, and centers. And that's, that's it. That's it. We need an extra person there. We can't block anyone. Well, you see guys – I mean, you see us – bringing an extra guy in a lot of times just a block because but that's for like the running game. Well, yeah, that's the running game. I'm, I'm just talking about on a general play. Hmm. So okay. put, put three wide receivers out 
bring an extra person maybe, in. Hey, and maybe that helps out Stidham. Maybe that helps well, his confidence. He knows yeah. an extra guy's in there. Right now, he has no confidence at all. His one thought in his mind is not completing a pass. It's not getting hit. Mm-hmm. Well, he also probably knows, and I think at this point we kind of also know that, Joey Gatewood, he's not up to snuff right now. He's a project that Gus Malzahn and Chip Lindsey are working on to get him up to the standard of an SEC starting quarterback. Malik Miller or Malik Willis, he's he's gotten what us a safety. He's gotten us a couple of <laughs> passes for just a couple yards this whole season. He's not the starting quarterback that we're looking for nope. and we need. Um, okay, I've got, maybe, I've got my question for Gus. Okay, when ready. Okay, all right. Let's get on back. All right, tangent ended. Get on back to if you're sitting down with Gus, Gus, what would you ask him? I think this is where you were going. And so tangent continued, but with the the true answer (laughs) to the question. Okay. I would ask Gus, hey, Kelly Bryant's out there. What do you think about him? Hmm. Because your best success was with Nick Marshall, who was a mobile quarterback slash cornerback. I know those sound very similar. I don't enunciate well. The Kelly Bryant gameplay would bring us back to that type of play all we'd have to do is get a fullback like prosh and we'd be solid yep we just need I'd, to i'd be like gus what do you think about going after kelly bryant like hardcore man tell the rest of the quarterbacks they can learn from him for a year yep i mean and most of them need another year yeah I they don't do know, i don't know i'm pretty sure right now stenham is not going to the nfl has no chance of going to the NFL. Malik Willis isn't going to be our starting quarterback next year. Gatewood is not going to be our starting quarterback. Cord Sandberg is not going to be our starting quarterback. Bo Nix is not going to be our starting quarterback unless he's just first year. in freaking incredible. Yeah. I mean, he may unless be halfway through of... the season and we have like two quarterbacks to go down. He's not going to be yep. our starting quarterback. We're kind of in a way stuck with Stidham unless we bring in somebody like Clemson's old quarterback. It's well, I don't see any way around that. Is I would love to have Kelly Bryant because of the way he plays and the way that Gus coaches. Unless we get a whole new offensive coordinator scheme, and in which case that would be great. But Gus which, needs to take he needs to treat it the same way that he treats Chip Lindsay, but more so hands off because I feel like he still he still makes and some that's calls. So tough being. I mean, I, I'm just imagining putting myself in Gus's place. He's an offensive minded. Uh, we called him a guru. He's not a guru right now, um, but <laughs> when he when he has the certain pieces of the puzzle, he's great. He's a guru for sure. Yeah, but when when you, when you can take a player like Nick Marshall, not anything, he's an athletic freak. Yeah, but he's not a quarterback. Yeah, and turn him in. I mean, you see him in the CFL right now. He's not a quarterback. He's a DB slash yeah. special player. But he's athletic as all get out. Mm-hmm. And when you can take a player like that and plug him into a quarterback and to, to that position and have him operate the offense so well, that is offensive guru. But the thing is, is that we have not been recruiting players like Nick Marshall. We've been recruiting players that run a pro style offense and we haven't been, we don't run a pro style offense. Nope. And, and Chip Lindsay showed promise of, and, and even this game, how many passes do we end up throwing? Uh, let's see. Hold on. We threw a ton of passes. Forty-five passes. That's a no, lot of passes of for yeah, only for half of them. But we at least threw them, knowing that our run game 
was suffering. And I think we gave up a little bit too quick on the run game. Yep. If I'm being honest, we could have gotten a little bit more balance there. Well, the, the pass should open the run in this type of offense with these players. Oh yeah. And it did for the first drive. Mm-hmm. And then we switched up our game plan. Yep. Which doesn't make any sense. It worked so well, but it, it is what it is. I'm, one thing, the last thing I'll say on the quarterback is in the type of offensive scheme that we run right now, we could make Tom Brady look terrible. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. So I'm nothing against Jarrett's ability. I'm sure he is perfectly competent in a different type of scheme. Mm-hmm. But because of the players we have right now on the offensive line and the lack of talent we have at running back or the lack of developed talent, I guess, there's a lot of raw talent back there. He just it doesn't it's not a good fit. Nope. And it seemed like an okay fit last season. I he used his legs when he needed to. Carry on pretty much carried our run game the whole season single-handedly. But well, we we just can't figure out where does this if we don't have a run game going, what do we do? We have to change up the offensive scheme. That's the only thing to do. Make yeah. adjustments that we are not willing to make. Yep. Okay, so that just sparked another thought so i saw a stat that this whole season i want to ask you this question how many times has stidham thrown between the numbers so up the middle of the field how many of those have been passed how many total just give me a number 10 six (laughs) Mm -hmm. i believe it yep six times miserable how many how many have been passed the line of scrimmage because we throw majority of our passes behind the line. <laughs> They're all little stupid dump screens. It's it's a lot of those. I mean we we showed glimpses again of all right, we can throw some short slants. These guys can make plays. Yep. And then we just don't we went away from do it. it again. Like we just stop. It's like that worked. Let's not do it again. Okay. <laughs> That's logic. Yep. Um man. All right. I think I'm about done venting about this this offense. Do you have anything to say about defense? Uh, I can't blame the defense at all playing for this team right now. They did not look as good as they have, but I think there's some discouragement on the defensive side. Absolutely. I mean, they've had and two straight games. It's where, granted. Two straight games where they've been on the field a lot more than the offense. Yep. They've been putting their bodies and hearts and minds and everything else on the line for an offense that is pathetic. Mm -hmm. Is there another way to put it? It's like it's the most one-sided I've seen an Auburn football team since probably 2012, 2008. It's so absurd. And it's not as bad as 2012. We've got the talent. There's the upside. 2012, That's true. I, I didn't even believe in that team. But see, that's the thing. That is the thing that makes us so frustrating is we are probably one of the most talented teams in the SEC. Uh, duh. But we look like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> we look like that Zaxby's I ate earlier. <laughs> garbage. Hey, it was free garbage. It was it, free garbage. <laughs> it was because of the Falcons just winning a game because yep. they they also are in a sucky pattern right now <laughs> they, they've been putting out this promotion for three weeks i'm sure i mentioned on the podcast <laughs> like probably before you got married <laughs> yeah it was before i got married yeah and we we talked about uh getting the free chicken and it took it took four weeks to get it so mm-hmm. that's okay 
Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, get, our, get our, ready for the off season <laughs> when we'll talk about chicken again. A lot more chicken talk. Uh, our, our defense did. I mean, they did what I thought we needed to, which was get to the quarterback. We had ten tackles for losses, three sacks, four quarterback hurries, and Big Cat Bryant had that block pass. But yet, somehow, some flipping way, their Jarrett was able to get 328 yards when he had <laughs> it's double any other game he's had ever ever yep. and yet he's able to do this a lot of times on third down i think he had over 180 yards on just third downs alone on passing absurd yep. well our secondary is not great and we've known that they were the weak link of the defense and that's why future games scare me Ole miss texas a&m the ones that actually matter. <laughs> yep. Against Georgia and Alabama. Yep. Against they Tua. Have... Holy crap. <clears throat> Don't even die. <laughs> yep. Uh, maybe he'll get injured before then. Who knows? I mean, it could be. He, I mean, he got he slightly this injured this past week. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he came back. So the, the way to beat us on the defensive side of the ball is to rush a quarterback and cover the flats. Mm-hmm. The way to beat us on the offensive side of the ball, throw it. Yep. Because you're not going to run against us. Oh, and we proved that. Yep. I mean, they only had unless, 68 yards. Unless you're Mississippi State's rushing. quarterback, you're not going to run against us. Well, and that's the thing. I don't think we're going to see that style of quarterback any time for the rest of the season. All the rest of the quarterbacks are pretty standard like Correct. pocket passers. They're not going to be like the six-foot-four giant that Mississippi State has a quarterback. I think Ole Miss's quarterback is a little mobile. So that'll be oh, interesting absolutely. in our in our preview coming up later this week. Yeah, and, and he's very he's very good. I mean, Ole Miss always has their wide receivers, but anyways, we'll we'll get on to them a little bit yeah, later. We'll talk to that about in a little bit. Yep. All right. What did you think of our special teams? Because special teams, you know, was what special. It. <laughs> we blocked a field goal. Did Another very one. two weeks and in I a think, row. Yeah, two weeks in a row. Same guy, Marlon freaking Davidson. What a what a beast! And he even blocked that. He got so much push that he got it with his elbow. He didn't even have to get it with his hand. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a stat: our punting is in the top ten of the nation. Solid. Probably the best unit of our entire team. Solid. If I had told you last year that Auburn punting would be in the top ten, would you have believed me? Uh, before I knew the Australian Aaron was coming, probably not. Because well, we were averaging, he was coming. I didn't. I didn't think he'd be as good as he is. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking, hey, we'd get you know forty-four yard average or something like not not super spectacular. And yeah, we're just just dominating that that punt game, pretty much allowing a lot of times no return. And that's yep. that's when you know you got a good punter. Not only do you punt it a far like a long way, especially even out of the end zone. I think there was at least one that he kicked out of the out of the yep. end zone. There was. And he That's punted it the to scariest. the 50-yard line. Yeah. Or past the 50-yard line, I'm pretty sure. I think it went to like the other, it was like the 42. Yeah. That's. It's pretty stellar. Know, yeah. That's a, that's a key component that I did not expect us to have that I'm very proud of with special teams. Yeah. Once again, uh, as far as Anders Carlson, I feel bad for him. Yep. Because we keep giving him these crappy, like terrible locations to kick. 
I mean, we and... gave him that short one. I mean, that was just a chip shot, extra, extra point. Well, yeah, tight. that was because we couldn't punch it in. Yeah, at the two. Come on. And then we gave him like a 54-yarder or something like that. Yeah, but it was a 54-yarder. What? The, why? <laughs> I mean, okay, so my thinking was I I was, I was kind of on the fence about should we do it or should we just punt the ball or go for it. I mean, I'm okay with going for it sometimes, but I was thinking we're 10 points away from uh, from away from Tennessee. If we kick this field goal, somehow make it, then we're only seven points away. But we're the score. somehow make it is a thing. Like, and that's I a think, long field goal for normal kickers. Mm-hmm. And he's that's a, a long field goal for kickers that have, yeah, have years under their belt. In yeah, the, you put Carlson, Daniel game. Carlson in that position, he will probably miss 60% of this. Yeah. Like, you put him in a 54-yarder, most of the that's time you're going to miss it. That's a very tough kick. That's long. Yep. And it wasn't and you, perfectly centered. Nope. It was like over on the left hash. Mm-hmm. And he kicked it wide right, like wider than you could have kicked it. <laughs> yep. The You're not doing Otters any favors by putting him out there on like an island and saying, all right, kick it to Cuba. That's yep. not going to happen. Yep. And it, in in this situation, we might as well have gone for it. We're punting that it. That was my I mean, thought. We're punting deep. Well, okay. Rely on the defense. Look at... Okay, so we haven't really tested this out yet a whole bunch, but pinning guys deep in the 10-yard or less range, we haven't done that a whole bunch. We have done it, but I'm thinking with the way Aaron kicks it with that backspin, yep. that is about as perfect as you can get, and that's going to pin, and he gets so much airtime. I mean, by that point, I bet our defenders can get down there and catch it without it touching the ground <laughs> uh, because he can just get that much air under it. No, I completely agree. All right, we what put do you... shorts out there. Yeah, he can catch a ball. Yep, yep, and it'll just be like a almost like wide receiver pass, catch it exactly. <laughs> at the one yard line. Uh, okay, what did you make of the terrible kickoff where Shrivers and Iggy both just wanted <laughs> it? Like, what do you do? Someone call for the ball. Yeah, I mean it's it's silly. Yep. I mean, they, both of them uh, are young guys. I, well, Iggy's not, and he's a veteran. But Shivers, like, they need know. to have like two halves of the field. Cut it, like, bisect the field. If it goes on one side, <laughs> one guy gets it. The other one blocks. If it goes yep. on the other side, the other guy gets it, and the one who was on the other side blocks. Yep. It's not that hard. Yep. Well, then that put us at the ten or something. And... We were lucky not to turn it over. Oh, I know. Because there were guys running down the field trying to get to that ball, yep, um, and almost got there. Uh, that's the really weird part. Um, and then even that punt return from Ryan Davis, I don't. It's 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 kind of silly. Um, and even that. Okay, so Ryan Davis a couple times this game in the punt return misjudged the punts. Yeah, Look, he, I he love had Ryan one bounce Davis. right over his head and. It was like a 70-something yard punt. I don't know if that was accurate, He's, but it was, it was a long punt. Well, their longest was 68, so it was close. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Davis is a great player. He's a great great wide receiver. He is the perfect type of dump player if you're going to have one that's out in the wide receiver area. Yeah. He should not be on special teams. Well, he I think he's the most reliable when it comes to catching the ball. No. You don't I think disagree. so? I disagree. You don't think so? Yep, a loss to Mississippi State would also help me disagree. Mm, 
That's fair. So, no. Uh, he's a great player at catching the ball when it's passed to him, not when it's kicked to him. And I think I think I was uh, wanting him to be more involved earlier in the season until I saw him get more involved, and now I'm like, nope. So, we can all change our minds, but I'm definitely doing it on this one. I, I'm still, he's okay. Like, if I, I'm not thinking every single time, crap, he's going to drop the ball. Just hold on to it. Catch the ball. I don't care if you just fall down on the ground as soon as you catch it. You're not thinking that? Because no, I am. I'm not. I'm thinking, please just catch it. Please just catch it. Oh, there it goes. Bounce over his head. <laughs> yeah, those were weird. <laughs> those were so weird. And maybe their punter is just that good, but I don't think he is. <laughs> It's not like yeah. people like punters are going to Tennessee and be like, yeah, I'm going to be the best punter in the in the universe. No, nope, you're not going to Tennessee if you want to be really good. Mm, no, um, Ben, any other final thoughts on this game? Uh, we've ranted a lot. I feel like we've gotten somewhere with uh, understanding what went wrong and maybe some potential fixes for this. Any other thoughts? You know, before this game, the players called a players only meeting. And they got together and had a bunch of frustration that they got out and left in the room. And they said, this is it. We're turning over a new leaf. It's going to be different from now on. Maybe they should do that again (laughs) because nothing changed. And, um, you know, it's, it's an interesting place to be at this point because no one expected to lose to Tennessee. Nope. And we're almost to a point of where do we go from here? And we thought after, I mean, I thought after the Mississippi State game, all right, well, we can't go any lower than this with our talent. And here they come, screwing up against Tennessee, losing yeah. by what should have been a lot more than the six-point loss. Should have been 13 points. Um, well, I expected it to be close. I expected our defense to perform better against their offense. Yeah. At the same time, though, the defense is getting beat up, mm-hmm. and the offense is not holding. Our offense is not holding their side of the bargain. Yep. And there's a point where, when there's a weakness, people are trying to play, and we've talked about this a little bit outside of what their role is, just so we were able to do something okay. And there's a point where this defense is now. You're seeing it's not a breaking point, but it's more like a small hairline fracture where we're they're seeing a lot of uh, issues because we can't we're, we're on the field too much yep. there's only so much that a defense can do especially when the offense is struggling but if you continue to play on a hairline fracture it's going to turn into a full out break that was going to be a that's and the part that really scares me that's where we're at right now i don't know if this was our breaking point that I hope not. that i guess that's my final my final thoughts or i really hope we didn't just break the best part of our team. Yeah. Yeah. Because it kind of seemed like it. It did. To have that type of turnaround, like Tennessee's not a good team. <laughs> and when you let them get more yards, like double than what they put up on anyone else. Mm-hmm. Breaking 11 game, losing streak in the SEC. Yep. At, at home. At home. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll move on. And I really hope, this team, I mean, I have to keep reminding myself, these guys are young. They can bounce back a lot quicker than we think they probably can. 
And that was kind of evident. I mean, they they took a huge blow against Mississippi State. They came back, battled pretty well for most of the game. Now, does battling mean they do perform? They perform and execute at a super high level? Eh, not so much. But at least they came out and they they showed that they wanted to play pretty well. Um, and that's that's okay. I mean, we'll, we'll get there. Um, but it really sucks when your whole team isn't all in where you need it to be, especially offense. You, your whole offense has to be all in every single play. If they're not, plays are going to get blown up. And at this point, it's not like we're getting a new offensive line. It's not like we're getting more running backs that magically just happen. Yep. We do have our wide receivers. We still have Stidham who can complete short down passages, but or short, short passes. But does that mean we need to just completely go away from the run game? Obviously not. You need some run game here and there. But we do need to change the game plan. Oh, yeah, obviously. I mean, there's plenty of tendencies teams are just keying off on. We go to the dump guy. Stidham is just very frantic in the pocket. What do they do? They try to force him out of the pocket. He sucks out of the pocket. Um, there's just so many things that I'm I'm sure are just going to hopefully. I mean, I'm really hoping they don't. But I have a feeling, I mean, Georgia and Alabama, they have enough analysts and they're they're already looking at our film, I'm sure, to see what we're doing. And they're just like, are you kidding me right now? Like, we're going to beat them 50 to 7. <laughs> like, that's the kind of fear that I have right now uh, uh, for this season. It's valid. Um, Very valid. I, Let's end this on a high note. What, what, what can we say to end it on a high note? Uh, I think Stidham is passing the deep ball a little bit better. I mean, it was evident when Darius Slayton should have caught that ball, just took his eyes off the ball. And there was even another one to Slayton, maybe a half a foot too long. I mean, that's, that's better than it was. It wasn't like completely overthrown. Yeah. Um, so I give him that. Hey, and we were able to score on their very first drive when we were in the red zone. I think it was on either. I'm pretty sure it was on third down. So, that breaks some tendencies right there. Uh, carries some momentum, and I think I'm really hoping. Okay, think about this. Mississippi State game, we had a pretty good second half, started to move the ball on offense. Carried that over into our first drive of Tennessee, even into the second drive, and then sputtered out, and then for most of the game just didn't do a whole bunch. This game against Tennessee, very last play, or very last drive, what did we do? We scored a touchdown. And it was a pretty good drive. Um, sure, it's in junk time. I mean, Tennessee's probably playing off our guys. But we scored a points, and we moved down the field. I'm really hoping those guys take that momentum into this next game because we're going to need it. And it's we got to go down into, to Mississippi and just we got to score points because Ole Miss is going to score points. That they are. Uh, and, the one team that we beat in the SEC was still able to beat them. Yep. So we'll see. Yep. So that gives us some hope. Yep. We have hope. Come yep. back later in the week to hear how hopeful we are. <laughs> true, true. And it's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to e2cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. 
If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?